Ladies and Hello? gentlemen, good afternoon. Welcome on the Culture News. My name is David Sariro, and I have the pleasure to have today on my heart radio a very, very talented author. Her name is Georgia Lee McGowan. Georgia Lee McGowan, M-C-G-O-W-E-N. Georgia Lee McGowan, a wonderful author. She has just released a wonderful new book called Dear Mom and Dad. Dear Mom and Dad. We're going to talk about this phenomenal book who takes us through the journey of finding and holding a side grip on one's identity. Right now over the phone is Georgia Ligmagoen. Georgia, how are you today? I am just fine. How are you? I'm very happy to have you over the phone. First of all, please tell us, uh, where are you from and what brought you to become an author? Um, I'm from all over. Um, <clears throat> I was born in the panhandle of Texas. Uh, I have lived in as far north as northern British Columbia, um, Utah, Texas, Oklahoma, um, Arizona, and Colorado. I currently live in near Phoenix, Arizona. And how did you become an author? What brought you to become an author? Um, I have had uh, I had a lot of, of of support when I was younger in high school about my writing, but I just felt like that wasn't the thing I should be doing, and so I really didn't do much. Um, and it was sometime in <clears throat> in my late fifties, uh, mid to late fifties. I finally woke up to the fact that I really felt like I had only been given that one talent and I wasn't using it in the one conversation I did not want to have uh, with my maker when I met him someday was, and what did you do with that one talent I gave you? I did not want to have to say I didn't do anything with it. So I began writing. Um, I wrote for a couple of newsletters and so forth. Uh, at the same time, I was going through my own gender identity issues. And um, I one day, I just sat down and I started to write. It wasn't going anywhere. So I backed up and I started making a list of every home I had lived in from the time I was born up until that time, and then going back and making notes about significant things that had happened in my life. Um, indications I should have known, I should have identified. In this day and age, they would have been identified uh, as a gender identity issue. Back then, they were not. I just spent most of my life thinking there was something terribly wrong with me. And uh, just never felt like I totally fit in any place. And it led me from one one um, job uh, to another for a long time. Um, and I did not, um, even after I began to wake up to what was what was going on in my mind and in my identity, um, it still it still took a long time for me to come to grips um, with. Uh, what had gone on in my head for years, and I had ignored. Um, so anyway, I, I just sat down and started to write uh, from the uh, aspect of me, Georgia, having always been there, and that part of me that is is George, 
Um, never knowing why he just didn't quite fit in anywhere. So that that's pretty much where it started. Um, what what it it stems from was all of the idea that I was always there. I was not a figment of imagination. Um, I was always there. Uh, I wrote the book from the, the aspect of um, from the aspect of being there and watching George make the many mistakes he made in his life, um, and he had successes as well, uh, and I acknowledge those. But it was always written um, from that standpoint of me having always been there watching him do what he did and trying to understand why he didn't feel like he was a normal guy. Then um, I did suffer a terrible loss. Uh, The woman that I had been married to for 22 years passed away uh, in 2000. And um, and I just um, uh, it took a long time uh, for me to come to grips with everything. But for the first time, I really had no. She did not like that part of me. She did not. She did not like the fact that her handsome prince, as she referred to George. <clears throat> had this female hiding inside of him, and uh, no woman does. It took me a long time to understand that. But I finally realized that no woman who marries a man, in her case, she married this handsome, bearded cowboy, um, does not like to discover that there is a woman there hiding underneath that that facade. And um, it took a long time for me to understand why she had such difficulty accepting it. And that's that. A lot of it has to do with the book. Uh, is is um, after she passed away was the fact that then there was no impediment to my existence. There was no impediment to my expression. And I spent several years after that um, going back and forth. Um, I I mentioned in the book that it was just kind of a really great eye, great deal. George worked all week to earn the money, and I spent all weekend spending his money on clothes and having a good time, um, which was kind of the way it went for a long time until I was inadvertently hired as Georgia for a school uh, and found myself living and working full-time in that role and decided that was the way I wanted to spend the rest of my life. I, I am a very devout Christian, and that a lot of a lot of Christian teachings do not approve of that. Um, so it took me a long time to to reconcile all that. Uh, I am still a very devout Christian. I'm an elder in my church, um, and um, I am very happy. <laughs> Just, but you know I, what, your uh, your book makes us all very very happy. That. A very unique and and rare um, uh, quality. Um, I, I really appreciate all the all these things that you have just told us. It was really uh, it was a beautiful music to 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 hear uh, how you have the talent to bring words as music almost. You know, um, I really appreciate also you know your life and all the things that 
that, that you have done. Um, why call that book Dear Mom and Dad? What did you want to, to here's, illustrate here's here? What, that comes from, I, I, I'm a saver. I save everything. And um, in the process of writing the book, I went back to day timers I'd been keeping since I was in my early 20s. Uh, page by page, looking at notes, finding things that, that some pages I would go for days without a single note in it. Um, and then um, I was getting ready. To, I can't remember the exact reason at this moment. Why, but for some reason, I was prompted. Um, I was getting ready to, to make some other changes in the book, and I decided, you know, I better make sure there is nothing hidden that I haven't found that I need to have included in the book. And there was one box back in a corner of my bedroom. Uh, I opened it up, and in that box was a bundle of letters. Every single letter I had ever received from the time I was in about the seventh grade until um, I got married the first time as a teenager, all of those through teenage years, through college years, um, all of those were there, including some, rec some letters that my mother had saved that I had written, and they were letters I had written home from camp. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. When I was um, when I was eight years old, I went to summer camp in New Mexico, and I did not. Um, I, I, you know how little kids will write. You know my letters were, "Dear Mom and Dad, how are you? I'm fine." Um, Landis Higginbotham threw up at the dinner table tonight, and uh, Peter Rush fell in the um, poison ivy. Um, love, George. Um, and I'd often wondered what was what would it have been like if there had been a second letter in there from me saying, "Dear Mom and Dad, you don't know me, but I'm your daughter, and I'm here inside of Georgie. He doesn't really know I'm here either." That's where the title came from. Thank you so much for sharing these these beautiful these beautiful things. So I want to say that your book is available in a major, uh, all the regular major platforms. Um, this is yes, Dear is. Mom and Dad. This is the name of the book. And a wonderful author that I'm having the privilege to interview today is Georgia McGowan. Georgia you know, McGowan. David, it's, an, it's important to remember one thing. There are a number of books who use the title Dear Mom and Dad in some fashion or another, but the, the subtitle of my book, You Don't Know Me, but if you plug that in, you'll go right straight to it on any of the things like Amazon or uh, Barnes & Noble, any of those major websites, you'll find it immediately. And, and, and thank you for telling us that definitely follow what our dear Georgia has said. So before we start to say goodbye to each other, what are your next uh, uh, projects? And what do you hope that uh, uh, people will read when they will read, people will get once they have read uh, Dear Mom and Dad? The next book that I hope to get out is going to be Dear Mom and Dad, P.S. And it picks up where Dear Mom and Dad, You Don't Know Me leaves off. Uh, because there's a lot has happened in that in the time frame since that was written um, originally. So... 
Um, that's what the next one will be. Um, there are a couple of others in the works off and on, but that's what the very next one will be. Um, I do blog frequently, um, and I've been blogging for at least the last eight years. So uh, that can be found at georgialemcgowan.com. And we will definitely be following you. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is David Sariro. I had the pleasure to have today over the phone the very talented author, Georgia Lee McGowan. Georgia Lee McGowan. McGowan spelled M-C-G-O-W-E-N. Georgia Lee McGowan. She has released this wonderful book, Dear Mom and Dad. And she said this beautiful subtitle that all of you must use in order to find her um, easier on all the major platforms. Georgia, thank you so much to be with us. Uh, with us today and right now more music to follow up on iHeartRadio. Stay tuned.